Hello and welcome to day 27 of Napad Pomo and episode 39 of Motivated Women. This is take two because I lost the whole show. The um, connection to the computer was not in correctly. So we are going to be talking about muscle pain and um, soreness. It is something that um, I think everybody needs to know about and it's not so much that we need to know that we're going to experience it, but we need to know when to stop. Um, and stopping, I think, is the hardest point when we think about what we're doing. We expect to be sore to some degree, um, but there are, are times when you, you really need to just stop. And um, most of us are aware that there's the pain that you have anywhere from 24 to 48 hours after exercising and that's from using those muscles especially if you're not used to using them or if you over overexerted yourself um, the term they're using these days is called delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS and its definition in the article that I will um, link to is it describes a phenomenon of muscle pain muscle soreness or muscle stiffness that is felt 12 to 48 hours after exercise particularly at the beginning of a new exercise program after a change in sports activity or after a dramatic increase in the duration or intensity of exercise it is a normal response to unusual exertion and as part of a an adaptation process that leads to greater stamina and strength uh, they go on and go over some different things um, about pain and fatigue, um, but they say that this pain is very different than acute, sudden pain of an injury such as muscle strains and sprains, which is, the m which is marked by an abrupt, specific, and sudden pain that occurs during activity and often causes swelling or bruising. If at any time you have an acute, sudden pain, that is marked by abrupt and specific sudden pain that occurs during an activity and is causing swelling or bruising. Again, I reread that whole thing for a reason. Very important. You should stop what you're doing, evaluate what happened, and seek medical care. But you shouldn't go back to the exercise till you figure out why and what you need to do about it. Uh, they say that um, the delayed onset muscle soreness is quite common, very annoying. Um, we, we've all been there. Um, why does it happen? It happens because it is thought to be a result of microscopic tearing of the muscle fibers. And the amount of soreness depends on the amount of tearing and how hard and how long you were exercising. Any movement you aren't used to can lead to this. Uh, then they would go on to treatment and there's really no specific defined treatment it's it's what feels good what works for you uh, they go then on the tips that that they suggest for um, going through and treating this are, and I will list them I will not talk about them because again you can refer to the article there's active recovery there's rest and recover sports massage may be of some benefit Ice baths may be of some benefit. RICE, and RICE stands for rest, ice, compression, and elevation. That's pretty much the old standard. Gentle stretching. Excuse me, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medicines such as aspirin, ibuprofen, and naproxen may be helpful. 
yoga is um, there as a um, potential and it has growing support when you're looking at data to, to prove it. Listening to your body. This one I will go through the definition. It is avoiding any vigorous activity or exercise that increases pain. Allow the soreness to subside thoroughly before performing any vigorous exercise again. And warming up. Warming up completely before your next exercise section, or session, I should say. Again, I can't stress it enough. If you, you have that sudden acute pain or your pain persists longer than about seven days or increases despite these measures, you need to contact your physician. Learn something for, from the experience and try to pin down what it was and try to prevent it in the future. So those are some of the basics that I wanted to hit with delayed onset muscle soreness. <clears throat> some of the other tips that they have listen, listed here, um, we've talked about the 10% rule in the past. Again, warming up. Um, and then they have hire a personal trainer. And the caveat they have here is that if you're not sure how to start the workout program, you don't know if it's safe and effective, start with somebody who knows. Um, you can start with your doctor, ask them for a suggestion, or you can go, like I've, I've talked before in several of the shows, of going to one of the gyms and asking to talk with one of the trainers. Um, their last line, certain muscle pain or soreness can be a sign of serious injury. If your muscle soreness does not get better within a week, you need to contact your physician. Some of the other things that I came across that I thought were interesting was the um, not recommended use of anti-inflammatory medicines and that is prior to exercise and NSAIDs by definition um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are drugs as we stated before aspirin, ibuprofen, um, naproxen what they do is they block um, prostaglandins and by blocking prostaglandins, um, they interfere with protecting the stomach lining and regulating blood pressure. Um, and in doing that, they mediate pain and inflammation. But because they're blocking the prostaglandins, some people can get GI um, upset, like uh, upset stomach or gastrointestinal bleeding. And the risk of stomach irritation or the bleeding increases with long-term use of the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Uh, then they go on to say, does it, it really improve athletic performance? Does it prevent or reduce muscle sore soreness? And so far, the research does not support the use of NSAIDs for athletes. And here's what they found so far. Several studies have found little actual performance benefit of taking ibuprofen and warm that it may mask pain, which can lead to increased risk of injury. One study said that they excuse me, one study concluded that taking 400 milligrams of ibuprofen four hours before exercise reduced the perception of muscle soreness, but it didn't really prevent muscle cell injury, and they were able to um, verify that by looking at the um, creatinine kinase um, levels, which is a protein found inside muscle cells that is released when they're injured. And then their final paragraph says that further studies have cautioned that the use of NSAIDs during ultra-distance exercises, such as the Ironman triathlon, is associated with an increased risk of exertional hyponatremia. And then they go into the reasons why um, you could have a low sodium level and issues with your kidney function. And one of the biggest there that um, 
plays into that is being dehydrated. Um, if you're not hydrating in those long um, endurance types of exercise. So I will put um, both links to these two articles in the show notes. Again, I can't stress enough that if you're having pain or persistent pain or it, it just seems different than what you would consider normal after exercise pain, seek care with a physician, chiropractor, some medical person to steer you in the right direction of what you need to do next. Because it's so much harder to come back from an, from an injury, especially if you've put off treating that injury for a while. It's harder to, it's really hard to recover from that. So, uh, thank you for your time. If you need to um, give me some feedback, which I would really love to hear, uh, you can get a hold of me through the BadgerCast line at 262-649-8550. You can email me at mwpjulie at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of me through Twitter and through Facebook. We only have three more episodes to do for Napod Pomo. And then hopefully I will try and get this on to a monthly schedule. I know I have said that for many months in the past here, but I think after doing 30 in a row, I'm going to miss doing it if I don't do it every day, but not that much. It has been a lot of work. I don't regret taking the challenge, but I'm almost done. We'll talk to you later, and have a good night.